This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. The goal of this podcast is to touch on a range of topics, all having to do with improvement, um, high achievement, success, living a next level life. And that's really that encompasses a lot of different areas. It encompasses your physical health and well-being, as well as your mental health, um, you know, emotional well-being. Um, so we, you know, really my goal for the Dude Fuel podcast is to bring all of these things together and also to create sort of a men's lifestyle brand that will help you to live your absolute best life at the absolute highest level in all areas and all aspects of your life. So for this podcast, I want to touch on a, a topic that I've maybe mentioned in passing, but I haven't really talked about directly, and that is your physical health and well-being. I know so many, uh, you know, people out there are wanting to lose weight, get in better shape, build muscle, you know, whether you're wanting to get back to a body that you had when, you know, you were younger and in college, or maybe you're wanting to build that body for the very first time. I encounter a lot of people that want to do that. My story is that uh, last year I lost 20 pounds. Uh, it was really motivating when I finally uh, saw that my uh, my waist was getting so big that when I put my pants on, I realized I, I was pretty soon I was going to have to buy a, a size larger, and I was resisting that, so I was wearing these pants that you know didn't fit. It was like cutting off my circulation and had this nice little fat roll uh, on top of you know because it was so tight uh, on top of of the top of my pants, and I was like, dude, I can't do this anymore. Like I don't want to be this this way. Um, I hadn't had weight struggles in the past. Uh, not very much anyway, a little bit when I went through puberty. But I went to my doctor and he just said, well, buckle up and get ready. Because he said, you know, men have a a metabolic decline at about 30 years of age, and then another metabolic decline at about 35 and about 40. And he's like, really, it's about every five to 10 years that men especially have this sort of um, decline in their metabolism. And so that means you've either got to increase your exercise or you've got to be extra careful about what you're eating, right? And so I chose to, you know, really look into the things that I was eating. And so I want to talk about diet on this episode of the podcast because I um, had a conversation with a good friend uh, not too long ago, and they had lost some weight as well. And you know, they did not, they did not go to the gym. They were not exercising regularly. Now there are good reason to, to exercise. Okay. Cardiovascular health. It's good for your lung capacity, uh, good for circulation and so forth. But in terms of losing weight, uh, my friend was saying, you know, it was all the food. They just got serious about watching what they were putting in their bodies. And when they did that, then they started shedding pounds like crazy. And I know so many folks that they don't want to touch the food. And hey, maybe that's the place you're in. But listen, I'm not here to judge. I want to help. And I want you to get that body that you truly desire. So here's what I have found. Okay, If you try to shift your diet too radically, too quickly, you're going to find it very difficult you know, really unbearable to maintain that diet. And the key that I have found to maintaining good weight is to watch what you put in your body, to find a diet that is centered around whole foods that you can maintain, okay? 
you don't want to put yourself on a diet plan where you don't enjoy the food that you're eating because sooner or later you're going to snap and you're going to go out and get that burger and fries and milkshake probably to rinse it all down. And, you know, it, it sets off sort of a, a spiral effect, you know, kind of the, the avalanche or snowball effect, I mean, uh, when you do that, at least for a lot of people. So, Obviously, there's a ton that's been said about diet and nutrition and continues to be said about it on the internet. I'm speaking today just from personal experience. I'm not a dietitian. I'm obviously not a doctor. But just speaking in terms of what has really worked for me, I was very skeptical when people would say that it was just all about counting calories. Like, I was very skeptical of that because, you know, to me, I thought, well, in terms of overall health, if I'm getting like all my calories from bacon, like if I say I'm just going to eat, you know, my 2000 calorie diet, uh, you know, which is not right for a lot of people, you need, you need a tailored plan, which I'll talk about in a moment. But if I'm getting like all my calories for the day from bacon, it's probably not healthy. And likewise, if I'm getting all my calories from, you know, just one source, two sources, whatever the case may be, that's probably not the plan for optimal health. And so what I chose to do was not only watch my calories, but watch my macronutrients. Now, if you're not familiar, if, you, if you're just starting out with, you know, watching what you eat and trying to lose weight, maybe you're not familiar with that term macronutrients. There are three of them, carbohydrates, lipids, which is fat. Okay. Lipids is another word for fat, basically, um, and protein. So these are the three macronutrients. Macronutrients mean, meaning big. Okay, so these are like the big three, carbs, fats, and protein. And so what I did is I, I used the MyFitnessPal app. I don't know if you're familiar with this or not. I think most people have heard of it. You can download it on your smartphone, Android, or iOS. MyFitnessPal. Download it. It's free. They do have a premium version, but I never paid for it. I'm sure it's great, but I just I never needed to pay for it for those additional features. And what it allows you to do is actually put in your weight. This is really cool. And then say, what what way do you at now? Where do you want to go? And how quickly do you want to get there? And it'll give you a tailored plan for like the approximate number of calories that you need. Oh, it also takes into account how active you are. So if, if you're not very active or if you are very active, obviously you'll be needing a different amount of calories. So it's a really cool little app and it'll tell you how many calories approximately you need to be eating each day to achieve your goal. And then it has the added feature of allowing you to log your food. Um, I found that this was actually not difficult at all because it can scan barcodes. And so like most things that I was eating, it was pretty easy for me to just scan the barcode. Or if I was eating a whole food like broccoli or an apple or a banana, then you can just go in there, type that in, you know, find one medium banana, you know, click it in there and it'll put the calories in. And you can also see the carbs, the fats and the protein breakdown. Now, this was really the key for me. Okay. So it wasn't just counting my calories, but it was actually seeing where my calories were coming from. And when I started seeing this breakdown, it caused me to change some of the choices that I had made about my food. Okay. So what I mean is like, I started looking at the fat, protein, and carb ratio when I was going to eat something. Because for me, I was eating, um, I was basically doing a 60-20-20 uh, 
um, diet. So I was getting 60% of my calories from whole grain complex carbohydrates. Okay. Might, I might, maybe I can talk about that a little bit more in a moment. Uh, if we have time today, complex carbohydrates, okay. Not simple sugars or, or I limited my simple sugars, but 60% of my calories for the day would come from complex carbohydrates. Um, 20% would, would come from fats and 20% would come from protein. Okay. And, um, Later, I think when I was trying to add a little bit more muscle mass, I switched it to 50% of my calories from carbs, um, 20 from fats, and 30% from protein. But using the MyFitnessPal app, you can actually see this and you can see the breakdown. And, you know, it, it, it definitely works for me in terms of how I am wired because I, I like stats a lot. Like I'm a huge fantasy football fan. So I love seeing the, the pie chart and the stats and the graphs and the numbers. And the moment that I was able to see what I had been putting in my body by logging my food and then to see what the sort of ideal um, macronutrient breakdown was, it really helped me to make much smarter choices to where I'd say, hey, I really don't want that ice cream because it's going to throw my fat percentage, you know, way, way up. Okay. Fat's not bad. Okay. We need fat. Fat's not bad. But for the diet that I was on, you know, I had my goal in terms of my macronutrients. And like I said, that breakdown was usually 60, 20, 20, sometimes, you know, 50, uh, 50, 20, 30. Okay. So if you're looking to lose some weight and to get in better shape, I know that it's like our society wants you to get a gym membership or they want you to go go running or go jogging or hop on a treadmill and you're welcome to do those things. They're very good. As I said, great for your cardiovascular health, awesome for your lungs, circulation, you know, the brain, your mood. There are so many advantages to exercising. So yes, you should be exercising. But I know so many people that think they have to spend two hours in the gym, you know, every single day, um, if, you know, if they want to achieve their weight goals. And I'm telling you, that is just not the case. If you manage your calories, whether you use MyFitnessPal or you go old school and you just get a little notebook and you write down the calories that you're consuming, if you'll watch those calories and you'll watch your macronutrients, I've had success with that. I know so many other people that have so much so that I'm like, it's gonna work for you. Unless you have a metabolic disorder, like it will work for you. And for me, it was easier for me to adjust my diet and then add in activity and exercise because I was already feeling better from the food that I was consuming, okay? Um, so I do want to say, I think, you know, we have a little bit of, of time left here on the podcast. I try to keep it to about 15, no more than 20 minutes. So I do want to go back for a moment to the, the thing about complex carbohydrates. There's been a lot that has been said recently about the keto diet. That's the ketogenic diet. If you're not familiar, the keto diet is a very, very low carb diet. And I have personal, good personal friends that have lost a lot of weight on keto. If that is the diet that you choose and the way you wanna go, more power to you, okay? I tend to advocate a more balanced um, diet, which is usually like that 50, 20, 30 diet because carbs and carbohydrates, um, 
the carbohydrates have been lumped in this sort of bad category as of recently where people are like, well, it's just sugar and sugar is bad. Okay. That is a massive oversimplification. Your body runs on glucose. Your body is powered by glucose, which is sugar. If you eat a ketogenic diet, your body is going to take that fat and guess what? It's going to turn it into glucose, which is sugar. That's what your body runs on. What I have found, and again, I'm not knocking keto at all, okay? And I'm also not saying carbohydrates are the best. It's all about balance, okay? So understand what I'm saying here. Carbohydrates are not just one thing, but complex carbohydrates are these long chains of sugars that your body handles very differently than simple sugars, like table sugar, refined, white, granulated sugar, okay, is handled by your body very differently than complex carbohydrates. Your body has to break off from this complex chain, um, you know, these the smaller groups of sugars, and so the body handles it very differently, and I would say in a much healthier manner. Plus, when you're eating whole grains and you're getting your carbohydrates from whole grains, you tend to be getting more fiber and more vitamins and minerals, okay, which tends to be better for most people unless you have some, some gastrointestinal um, you know, issues or, or, or things like that. So all in all, you know, I advocate that you eat whatever diet you are convinced is good for you, but as long as you're counting your calories and looking at your macronutrients there really should be no reason that you're not going to see results. Now, everybody's a little different and uh, certainly, you know, metabolisms and things like that. It's all very unique and you should talk with your doctor, obviously, before uh, changing your diet or, or adding a new exercise plan or anything like that, okay? But I strongly encourage you to look into that and to talk with your doctor and to get going with some sort of new plan as soon as possible if you're looking to lose weight and to get in better shape. Um, I found that when I started watching what I was putting in my body, it enabled me to make new associations with food and to learn new things about food. And my taste buds have actually changed. So... It took a while, and I didn't just jump into you know eating a whole food um, diet, uh, which is what I do try to do primarily. Okay, I don't do that every single day, um, but that's kind of my goal is a whole food diet. And when I did that, when I made the decision to go whole food, um, it took time, but eventually I started tasting the food differently because I remember when I was younger. To eat a bowl of plain oatmeal was like it tasted horrible. Some of you listening might, like, you might feel that way. Be like, yeah, if I tried to eat, uh, you know, a bowl of plain oatmeal, like, I would spit it out. It's so disgusting. But what I've actually found is that when you change your diet and you start eating whole foods and you switch to whole grains, I actually now notice the subtle sweetness that I had been missing. And not only that, but these really subtle undertones um, you know, to the food that, that, that previously I was not catching. I wasn't actually able to taste my vegetables. I wasn't actually able to taste a lot of my food 
because I was so used to drinking soda all the time and eating processed foods that had so much salt, fat, and and simple sugars added to them that my body, my taste buds had actually just totally gotten out of sync with what food actually really tastes like. So just another word of encouragement there to you. Don't try and do too much too fast. Um, it's not a good it's not a good plan typically. Um, you know, if, if that does work for you, go for it. But I, I think most people, what I found and, and what I know to be true for myself is, um, you know, take a few steps today and then a few more steps tomorrow and incrementally improve your diet, change the things that you're eating, but start with the food. If it's really overwhelming to think about exercise and going to the gym, just focus on the food, focus on the calories and focus on your macronutrients. And I think you'll start to see yourself feeling better and then also looking better as you begin to shed that weight and to lose those pounds. So as always, this podcast is dedicated to you and to your success. Let me know what you thought about the episode today. Again, we're looking to add a lot um, more diverse content to Dude Fuel, wanting to talk more about health and wellness, health issues, uh, wanting to talk about mental, emotional, spiritual success, reaching you know new levels for you in your life, uh, as well as creating sort of this men's lifestyle uh, brand that you can really relate to and latch on to, um, and that can improve your life in some really novel ways. So if you like what we're doing here at Dude Fuel, drop me a line, let me know, and please subscribe to the podcast. I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow.